we're back and here we are it's another one of these these things where we talked at you for like an hour and a half mm-hmm. it's combination of millennials <laughs> and it's nikki alley that's who i am yes and this is bell mars and we're just gonna go through a rundown we don't have a topic we just can go through the rundown of the news and some red relationships yeah we might who knows we might like divert to some topic along the way we, nobody knows with us you know what i'm saying like <laughs> we'll probably go off on a long ass tangent and be like what were we talking about i don't know okay then so, so i'm gonna hit it off with the according to the ap news billboard removed the rapper little nas x from the country chart so for mm-hmm. those who don't know he made this viral hit Old Town Road, which people made viral memes on TikTok, mm-hmm. Justin Bieber, Ooh, and yeah. It, yeah, which I was like TikTok, what? I thought that app was useless, but apparently not, y'all. Yeah, I thought this like this a new version of Vine. I think it's like Vine 2.0 in my opinion. Hmm, interesting. Well, there you go. <laughs> so it's also feature references to Red Dead Redemption 2. And I just played it for uh, Nikki Alley before uh, before we started the show. It was actually pretty good, and I'm not a fan of, like, trap or country music. But I still thought it was a pretty good... I could see why the kids like it, you know? Yes. It's not like an old-ass woman. Come <laughs> on. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I think it's a pretty good song. I mean, as someone who dabbles in all sorts of things, I pride myself on a live palette of music. They said the song, which debuted on the charts just three weeks ago, has been turned into a meme on social media, yeah, Apple, app, media app, TikTok. It featured freshmen to Western-themed video game Red Dead Redemption 2 and plenty of cowboy imagery in its lyrics by a trap beat and a soft plug banjo from a nine-inch nail sample. Ooh. So, I mean, it was hot. I mean, I do love it. I mean, it's only two minutes. My only complaint is that it should be longer. Well, you know, it's TikTok. So if it's the new Vine, they probably wouldn't let him go any longer than that. <laughs> but, you know, he could always drop something on SoundCloud or something and it's yeah. longer. So, and if people make enough fuss about the thing, I don't see why he couldn't just be all like, yeah, let me do something for y'all. Let me just drop a whole four minutes. The song debuted at number 19 on Billboard's Hot Country Chart for the week of March 16th between Kelsey Bellarini and Morgan Wallet. In a story first reported by Rolling Stone, Billboard removed the song from the country chart, although it remains on rap hip-hop chart and read 32 on all genres. Mm-hmm. And Billboard responded, Upon further review, it's determined that Old Town Row by Little Nassas does not currently merit inclusion on the Billboard's country chart, Billboard's in statements. When determining genres, a few factors are examined, but first and foremost, musical composition. While Old Town Row incorporates references to country and cowboy imagery and does not embrace enough elements of today's country music chart, it's its current version. Well, I would like to see, like, let's pause right there. I would like to know what your qualifications of country are, because... Like we were discussing before we got on the podcast, like Taylor Swift still gets put on country music charts, even though most of her shit is pop. Yeah. Like, like for example, when Shake It Off come on, that was on the country chart. That went all the way up to number 12. So, and that doesn't have an ounce of country. No music. ounce of country whatsoever. There's no banjos. She doesn't do any twang. She doesn't have <laughs> any imagery of her, like, in some cowboy boots or some, like, no, there's nothing country about that song. And basically, like, she has, in fact, if you look at the video, at one point she wears styles that are, like, 
inclusive of black culture. So yeah. there's actually none of your culture in there. What? I dropped my water. I'm so like, uh, I just don't understand. So for me, it, the question is, obviously, why we're bringing this up is, is this racist? For me, the answer is yes. <laughs> well, Billboard also addressed critics who suggested the rapper was being seen out because of his race. Because uh-huh. pop crossover songs were too included on the country chart. They said Billboard's decision to take song off the country chart has absolutely nothing to do with the race of the artist. Of course they fucking said that. <laughs> They're not going to just be all like, yeah, we looked at him, we thought his skin was too dark, and we <laughs> said, you know what? That is not country at all. We're going to take that off immediately. Nobody would ever admit that in public to anyone's face okay that's all i'm saying so just because you say that you're not a wolf even though you look like a wolf and you talk like a wolf and you eat sheep like a fucking wolf does not mean that you're not a wolf (laughs) that's all i'm saying so yes i do think they took it off because this man and i don't i've never heard of him does he is he popular with the children what are we talking is he like uh, a popular trap artist like well what? he's just started out he's 19 see there you go that's why he's a young black man they're like i've never heard of you before fuck you you're not gonna stay on our country charts. the man was trying to make a new fusion of music which i am always for i'm always for people going you know what would be fun if i put this trap ass beat in the background of this country ass song <laughs> yeah and a lot of people came to a defense like ski mask the slump god tyga and the og country billy ray cyrus oh yes billy ray cyrus i love that man Go on. <laughs> yeah, so I'm going to see if I can probably pull up their tweets, obviously, to defend them. Uh-huh. And some people say, yeah, this kind of bull crap, because, you know, there's it has country music, and a lot of times, damn it, where is it? And that there's a lot of songs that are playing on the country radio. That are not at all country, or barely country at all. Um, It just, it... I'm sorry. Like, nobody else is this. I've never heard of this happening in any other, like, genre of music before. Like, we were talking about this, too. Like, we were like, it's not like rap. The rap charts are like, yeah, Macklemore, you and your white ass can't be here. Or something <laughs> like that. Or they're not like, hey, Eminem, you can just go sit down somewhere, you cracker. Like, we don't yeah. want you on our billboard, our charts. They're like, oh, cool. Different people. <laughs> Yeah, and some people have cross-cultural appeal. So yeah. I'm thinking, I think, especially as a genre, you should let it grow and form. But some people argue that some people are really traditionalist with their music. There's, like, the purest country music. And then the other people's, like, yeah, like, pop. But then also the song Meant to Be, which has a lot of auto-tune right. and EDM. That's still on the country music chart. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, you, like, you're... You're picking and choosing what works for you at the time. Like, you can sit up here and be all like, I'm traditionalist with my country music. I don't listen to anybody besides Billy Ray Cyrus and George Strait. All right? If you not... uh, And it's just like, you need to stop with your nonsense. Okay? Like, it's not like... Which, some people say a point is the same thing happened to Beyonce when she went to the CMAs and sung Daddy Issues. 
Because, mm-hmm. I mean, pull up the tweets for that with Beyonce. Because a lot of people say, oh, why is Beyonce here singing Daddy Issues? I'm not sure if you heard the song. Never heard that song, no. Yeah, it was all for Lemonade. So she actually sing with the Dixie Chicks. And a lot of people say, ooh, yeah, she shouldn't be qualified. Because, wow, here's Beyonce singing with the Dixie Chicks. One doesn't appreciate our, the, our law enforcement. The other one doesn't appreciate our troops. Well, first of all, go sit down somewhere. Like, do you know how white that sounds? Okay, like, it should be all like, yeah, Beyonce can't sing with, like, a country music artist because she doesn't appreciate law enforcement. No. Like, you you just need to admit that you're racist and move on with your life. Like, that's... So we can all just, like, stop, like, debating this. It's not... It's just a waste of time, okay? Just admit that you don't want a black man on your charts or anybody whose skin is even slightly darker than this new fallen snow and move on, okay? Just stop. It's... Yeah, and but some of the music stuff, like Brad Paisley did say, frequently cro- country crosses over. Right. But every now and then a major pop star, wants, pop superstar wants to be part of this too. Welcome Beyonce. One person said she doesn't belong. When have they ever invited any country singer to their BET Awards? Never stop. I bet Alan, George, and Vince think CMT's gone nuts. That's because you don't want to come to the BET Awards. Don't try to act like nobody invited your ass to the BET Awards. Listen, black entertainment television is for African Americans, okay? <laughs> You're not black. Why? But, but you... even so, Robin Thicke did appear a couple times. Exactly. It's, it's, not, it's not like we never invite white people. It's just like... You're not in the genre of music that we created. Don't act like country, like you don't want to come to the BET Awards because you don't sing rap or uh, you don't do uh, R&B. You think those are inferior music genres, even though a country artist will snatch up like a Nelly or a, um, or a Jay-Z or uh, anybody who can rap a damn, like in a hot second if they could, to feature on their track <laughs> so they could stay number one for months, okay? Don't even come here with that bullshit, okay? <laughs> You're just racist, okay? The CMTs are is not called white it's not wet okay there is no wet because you have all the television networks okay <laughs> there the cmts is not exclusively for white people if you want it to be exclusively for white people then rename the damn thing okay <laughs> but it's not so you need to go sit down somewhere all right yeah well one thing i learned about the i remember watching the uh documentary 13th but you can never um nowadays people are not blunt with their racism kind of like they said instead of saying the n-word like niggers they're thinking just criminal or thugs oh yeah or yeah they're all sorts yeah i'm not racist thugs can be white too whatever nobody ever calls a white man a thug in a in a news story or anything like that just to just admit that you're a racist and move on okay so we can all understand where we're at in this world okay (laughs) that's all i'm saying like i just Life would be so much easier if you would just stop pretending. I actually, this was really funny. Like, somebody posted a video on Facebook, and it was ASM, ASMR for white people. <laughs> and all he was doing was whispering in the mic. He was, like, going up, and he was like, this is the, He would, like, scratch his hair like this into the mic and be like, you hear that? That's the sound of black hair. <laughs> we love it when you touch our hair. It doesn't bother us at all. And basically, it was all these just, it was just him for like five straight minutes going, 
like, we love it when you touch our hair, or this is a trophy you deserve for not being racist, or this is a tr- <laughs> like, you're, you're awesome because you have a black friend or something, and it's just like, stop, okay? Yeah, they said Jordan feels racist because he won't cast black people. Oh, because he won't cast any white people in it? I mean, yeah, white people. Any white- yeah, I saw that. Ooh, we should talk about that next, actually. Great transition. Okay, into that topic though, just admit you're white and like, admit you're white and racist and move on. Just genres evolve over time, so yeah. music so and get over film, it. So um, <gasps> I support you, little Nas X. Yes. Probably make some more country trap music. Yes, now that's my new thing. That's my I love the fuck out of that. Okay, <laughs> I will listen to country if there's trap in the background. <laughs> all right, that's all I'm saying. But moving on to actually two. I hope, like, we could probably weave this in together, but I think recently there was a study done by, ooh, um, there was a study done, uh, by, god damn it, what is their name? Study about, um, how people will feel when minorities are the majority. Oh, yeah, because I'm thinking- The Pew! The Pew Research Center. Yeah, that's who did it. Sorry, hold on. Let me, let me pull it up. Yes. Okay. So yes. Great segue. Jordan Peele recently said in an interview, cause somebody asked him, we ever cast a white male lead or something, or maybe it was just a white lead. I don't remember. And he was like, uh, no. <laughs> and I was like, yes, Jordan. Yes. Let's see if we can pick up the exact quote. Yes. Um, but while she's doing that, um, uh, in 2032, or everyone who doesn't know, people of color, which includes everybody who's not white, um, will become a majority in the American working class. Um, and this is an estimate based on long-term labor force projections from the Bureau of Labor Statistics and Trends in College Completion by Race and Ethnicity. It's 11 years sooner than the Census Bureau originally thought, which was 2043. Um, so, <laughs> suck it, bitch. Um... But I thought I had seen a more recent report, but I'll read this one real quick. Um, um, let's see. Uh, wait. Yeah, so we're going to be the majority working class. But I thought, yes, white fear of demographic change is a powerful psychological force. Um, yeah, let's read that. Hold on. It's from Vox. Increasing diversity could make America a more hostile place, is what people are trying to say. And when they interviewed, like, a whole bunch of white people, obviously, like, 53% of them said that with us being, or not us, people of color, being the majority in America, that it would make the world, it would make America more hostile as a a place. Which I'm just kind of like... Where are you getting that idea from? Yeah, because I'm thinking also that's assuming every single minority gets along. Because I'm thinking there is like some discrimination between minorities. Right. And then within minorities, there's also the colorism epidemic. You can't yeah, forget that as well. That's true. Yeah. So um, I, I can't find the one. So I'm thinking really, because of course, you know, there's like some issues between like blacks and Asians as well, and then like Hispanics, because you know, with Hispanic, the culture just reigns so wide, uh, mm-hmm. widely, because there isn't one gene that says automatically, hey, you're Hispanic, because a right. lot of Hispanic people range from like white right. to like Native American. There's white Hispanics, yes, black Hispanics. Um, what is it? Is this what it is? Hold on, maybe I found it. 
Looking to the future, public sees an America in decline on many fronts. Is this it? Um, when Americans appear 30 years in the future, they see a country in decline economically, politically, and on the world stage. While a narrow majority of the public say that they're at least somewhat optimistic, they're at least somewhat optimistic about the future, hope gives way to doubt when the forces turn to specific issues. A new Pew Research Center survey focused on what Americans think the United States would be like in 2050 finds the majority of Americans foresee a country with a burgeoning national debt, a wider gap between the rich and the poor, and a workforce threatened by automation. Okay, well, what about... Well, I'm thinking I do have to argue with automation. I remember watching the John Oliver thing, mm -hmm. and they were saying how really automation just changed jobs, because let's say 100 years ago, if you mm -hmm. say there's a job like computer science, uh -huh. I mean, it changes jobs and just changes demands. Kind of like they thought, okay, that the ATM would change a bank teller and that'll put them out of work. But actually between like the 80s till now, um, bank teller jobs actually increase. Their right. jobs just change. So now yeah. instead of dispensing money, they have more time to like do more personal things, like help people open accounts and everything. Mm -hmm. Right. I think it would. Yeah. I think a lot of people are like, because I've recently heard that same like, like fear um with people saying that robots were basically going to take their jobs again and it's like well somebody has to look uh, over the robots like it's not you can't just you know like rely solely on inf technology because you know that's that's how the robot uprising will happen but no uh, but because like you know like uh for example I saw a commercial recently where yeah. I think FedEx or something like that is trying to introduce this little robot Right. that will deliver your mail to you and your packages, right. okay? And I guess, I don't know how it entirely is supposed to work, but it seems like it will literally drive itself to your house and drop off your package mm. to the front door. But I'm all like, you can't leave that thing by itself, obviously. And also a funny study that was done, uh -huh. they were saying that with self-driving cars, they have issues, they're more likely to hit darker-skinned pedestrians. Because, you know, the reason why is that they usually, I guess, the white and Asian mechanics really don't have, like, a dark or black sample size. I'm thinking, okay, don't hurt these humans. Uh -huh. So I'm thinking they don't use much black people as a sample size, so they're more likely to hurt or avoid black people. Right. And, like, darker-skinned people. So I'm thinking they still need to go work on that. Because right. I'm thinking... Because computers, I see them as more of an extension or a tool, and I'm right. guessing they'll probably get programmed with our biases and everything. Yeah, because well, yeah, I think people forget that. People are like, oh, yes, technology is supposed to be infallible, but we made technology, and we're not infallible. Mm -hmm. Like, we, it's based off of the human brain, and the human, no human brain is perfect. We don't use... We don't even use the majority of our brain that, to begin with. Like, we only use, like, what, how much of our brain do we use? Like, less than, less than 10%? I thought we use, like, 90%. I know that, I don't know. I remember I read somewhere that we can't use the full capacity of our brain or something. I don't remember. I remember hearing that in the movies. <laughs> say more than that, but. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't, I don't know. know. I need to look it up. Yeah, I, I should know that, but I feel bad for not. I mean, we can't know everything. Again, we're humans. Yes. We can't know everything. But I'm just saying, like, 
uh, to back to the original point, right? Like somebody has to watch the robot to make right. sure they don't do something fucking stupid, or somebody doesn't steal the robot out the road. Like, oh hey, look at this thing with all these valuable packages. Let me just pick it up and walk away with it. Like you, like that doesn't mean that now all of these postal carriers are gonna be out of a job. It just means, oh hey, now my job is mostly monitoring this thing so that you know people doesn't steal it or it goes to the right place. Yeah, or jobs change. Maybe right. you might have, like, other job dudes in this delivering packages. Mm-hmm. Kind of like the automated bank teller. Like, yeah. bank teller. So, okay, you may not have to dispense money, so now you can do, like, other things. Or they might create new jobs mm-hmm. in, in animation. Because, I mean, not animation. But in automation. Yeah. Uh, automation, not animation. But jobs do change and create new jobs. Maybe you might get a new job that probably we never heard of. Kind of like 100 years ago, if you tell a farmer, hey, they're going to be thing known as computer scientists or data entry mm-hmm. um, specialists. Right. And they're like, the hell are you talking about? Yeah, exactly. And, like, they'll probably, like, create machines that will, be like, help farmers, like, get their crops out faster. I mean, like, you, like, you gotta, you gotta, like, shift... The whole thing is, is that people are afraid of change. That's what it goes yeah. back to. People are like, oh my god, the technology is coming. Bitch, technology has been coming for years now, okay? It just keeps getting better and better because we keep going, what is this thing? Oh, well, we need to fix it because it's fucking dumb. And we made this, like, a long time ago. So, um, and people are afraid of change. That's why they didn't want us to get out of slavery. That's why they didn't want people to come from other countries into this country. Because they were like, oh, my God, they're going to take all of our jobs. That's why they want to put a wall up right now. Dicker jibs. Dicker jibs. But, like, bitch, it just means you have to adapt. Like, and it's mostly, like, it's mostly white people. <laughs> Sorry, everything just goes back to how sensitive y'all are about your declining influence in America. Yeah, and on top of that, people our age, especially millennials, are having less and less sex as well. Oh, well, ooh, wow. Because wow. probably because people are trash. <laughs> Either because people are having less sex or probably having less children, which is that too. Yeah, I mean, we are we are having less children, which we talked about this last time, well, because uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez brought that up. She was like, people don't want to have children in this environment because they going to die. <laughs> Fair, girl. Like, I, um, speaking of children, <laughs> listeners, my dad tried to kidnap a baby <laughs> while we were in Louisiana. Sorry, I just was thinking about it, and it's funny. We talked about this this morning, though, yeah. because my aunt was like, oh, no, I don't want my cousin. She's coming this weekend because she needs help with her wedding. She's like, oh, I don't want her going over there because you might steal my grandchildren, right? <laughs> and I was like, no, my dad doesn't want his own people's children. He wants other people's children for some reason. And my dad was like, no, it's because she was a baby, right? The baby that he was trying to steal it was a baby. And I'm like, oh, so you saying when a baby starts talking and moving, you're going to, like, walking, you're going to be like, no, nah, I don't want this anymore. You can have it back. And he was like, yes, that's a great idea. I'm like, you don't deserve grandchildren. You don't deserve grandchildren. What the fuck are we talking about? Oh, um, yes, automation. Yeah, and automation. also white people fear. Oh, yeah, it's- well, white people fear. Yes, um, and speaking of which, I did find the quote uh, like five minutes ago. Yes, <laughs> Jordan Peele. Tell us. <laughs> so he was talking at UCB to extend mm-hmm. with the filmmaker explained that he has no intent to make a movie with white actors in leading roles anytime soon. Mm-hmm. The exact quote is, "I don't see myself casting a white dude as the lead as lead in my movie." Peele said, "Not that I don't like white dudes, but I've seen that movie." 
And yeah. it's true. We all seen thousands of movies with white leads. Exactly. I think somebody posted something on Twitter the other day. They and it was like white people and the colon. And it's like if you want people, to, if you want your people in movies, then just make your own. And then just like Jordan Peele makes us makes Get Out. And then it's just a whole bunch of pictures of white people like. <gasps> How dare you? Yeah. And crying their white fragile tears. Yeah. So Peel went on to acknowledge that he's currently in a position of privilege in Hollywood, wanting to use him to his advantage. The way yeah. I look at it, I get to cast black people in my movies. I feel fortunate to be in this position where I can say to Universal, I want to make two million I want to make a two million dollar horror movie with a black family, and they say yes. Exactly. Like it's just Yes, this is, we are coming to a time, y'all, where we finally are getting more representation. And it doesn't just end at black people. Soon, like, Crazy Wish Asians was fantastic, and it was mostly Asians, okay? Yeah, but it didn't do well in China. Oh, yeah. Chinese, well, well, why? <laughs> well, because I guess it's the difference between, like, Americanized Chinese, because, you know, first generation oh, yeah. Americans, and then people of Asia. So I guess it's different because I'm guessing if you're in China, you're used to Chinese representation. But if right. you're in America, where Asians are the minority, you don't always get that same representation. Hmm. Interesting. Maybe, I think they also brought that up in the movie, too. Like, that's a good point. Like, in the movie, it was kind of like when people kept comparing Crazy with Jasons to Black Panther, I'm like, well, they did have some of the same themes. So, like, they talk about how, like, the like uh, uh what's her name Candace Wu's character yes. is Chinese American because she grew up in America yeah she wasn't raised over there and like and they also talk about how Nick I don't remember that Nick real Young. man yeah Nick yeah. Mount Young the guy who played Nick Young um they talk about how like he was raised in like you know um Britain. No, I'm talking about the, the character. Oh, no. god damn it. What was it? Well, I guess I thought his character um was sent to, like, British boarding schools. Right, yeah. But he, what's the country that they are in the whole time? I can't remember. Singapore? <laughs> yeah. Singapore. They were in Singapore the whole time. But it's, like, it, it, it's just that difference, that cultural difference. Like, yeah. everybody likes to lump in, like... They have to make blanket statements like, oh, you're Asian. I look at you. You're Asian. You're all the same. Oh, I look at you. You're black. You're all the same. But Africans and African-Americans are not the same people. Trust yeah. me, Africans will immediately distance themselves from us, from us when they don't like what we're doing or they don't or whatever. And just, just and Asians will distance each other, themselves from each other like, I don't like Japanese people and I'm Korean, so blah, blah, blah. Yeah, or, the Chinese like, and Japanese may not always like each other Yeah, you know, history of World War II. Yeah, exactly. So there's a lot of history, but like I think, um, you know, like, they, they bring up, like, interesting things like that. And I guess maybe the Chinese didn't like exactly what was brought up in the movie, maybe? You know? Who yeah. know? So, um, what the fuck were we talking about? <laughs> yeah, so we're talking about Jordan, Jordan Peele. Peele. Yes. Why, why people are like, um, oh, put me in your movie. Why? You have... Millions I mean, of other movies. I mean, they could be in this movie, but they're not going to be elite. Exactly. You're still in the movie. Exactly. Like, in Get Out, there's still white people in there. So <laughs> why are you crying? <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking surprised. I'm surprised, like, conservative white people don't love Get Out. Because, really, the evil people are white liberal people who said, I'll vote for Obama for a third term. Exactly. Like, you would think, but they just see white people. And they're like, hey, how dare you? 
Okay. Yeah, and if you actually watch the movie, there's a lot of good symbolism in it. Kind of like, oh, wait, she's standing up against a racist cop. But really, she's just um hiding the fact that he's actually there over the weekend. So to make sure he doesn't have a record out there. Because, you know, right. when the police take your ID, they run your report on you. But since now that she didn't get his ID scan, it's only just her out there over the weekend. Right, exactly. No witnesses. No witnesses. Because she's crazy. So I'm looking forward to go watch Us. I have not seen Us. I will not see Us, but I will buy a ticket to it and donate to just someone else. Because I want to support Jordan Peele. Don't get me wrong, but I don't like horror. So Yeah, because I remember Jordan Peele back in the days of Mad TV. Mm-hmm. And then he had Key and Peele sketch. Mm-hmm. And I guess because of him, of Keegan-Michael Key, I guess your name's Aaron and sucks. Now he's just A.A. wrong from now on. Yeah. Or Jaqueline. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, like I, I will support the hell out of Jordan Peele, but I will not watch any of his movies. Oh yeah, he's also just going to be rebooting Twilight Zone. He's going to be the narrator. Hell yeah, I'm going to watch the fuck out of this. <laughs> I won't watch Us or or Get Out. Well, maybe I'll watch Get Out with Belle Mars <laughs> in her home, not in public. Um, or and I might watch Us and Belle Mars later. Who knows? Yeah, because for me with Get Out, I guess I'm going to spoil it for you. It's just like certain scenarios, especially as a black person, just kind of rubbed and thinking, "Ooh, I experienced that firsthand." Exactly. Well, like, yeah, a lot of people have told me Get Out is not scary as much as it makes you think, like psychologically or whatever. And I'm like, cool, which is why I'm willing to watch Get Out. But Us seems like it will give me fucking nightmares. That's all I'm saying. It's just, yeah, I, I remember the scene with the party and thinking, wow, you is it true what they say about black people? And like, Which oh, one? you think, um, I guess sexually, because I'm thinking it was in the bidding scene, but I guess it's probably better if you see it. Yeah. And they were saying, so I really wish to have your eyes, your black eyes, you know, eye for Ari, thinking, hey, does it, you think there's a benefit in being black in America? No. Bitch, listen, I'm sorry. <laughs> Just the people try touching his hair. I'm thinking, oh my God, this is kind of like, this probably wouldn't been me if I stayed with my first boyfriend. Listen, the flashbacks, though. That's, sidebar, like, that's, like, my worst fear if I get into an interracial relationship. <laughs> with a white guy. No, not even with a white guy because I'm not feeling white guys right now. <laughs> I haven't been feeling white guys for some years. Like, probably since college. But, like, even, like, with, like, like, okay, so, sidebar, this is going to be about Work Bay. Work Bay is, um, like, Hispanic, <laughs> but, like, he's white Hispanic. So, like, I had to teach him bougie, okay? Like, the first time we ever went, um... Um, to lunch together I said bougie and he looked at me like huh and I'm like oh my god I have so much to teach you <laughs> and I but now he knows how to say bougie and he knows what it means so I'm just kind of like I'm afraid that like if it ever progresses anywhere like and I meet like parents or just people or like anybody that's not black they're gonna be like ooh, and I'm like don't touch my hair <laughs> bitch <laughs> well I'm just glad there's at least a good learning curve with me in my day yeah. Well, then again, he does. Thank God, he was raised in Houston like me, and he See? does have a multicultural group. So yeah. he has black friends, and I have like different types of friends. And I met his mom. His mom <laughs> thinks I'm beautiful, so which means she has working eyes, and I appreciate her. Yeah. <laughs> Good job, mama. Yeah, and she's a beautician. I think she's a beautician. She works at a high class like makeup place, yeah. so I get like perfume and shit. That's it's so it's nice. nice. It's nice. I. 
Um, well, what was I going to say? Oh, wait, see, you see how off track I am? I slept for like 10 hours last night. Jesus, everyone. that's like hibernating. I, well, well, listen, like I went to bed at 11. I did not wake up until 9.30 and I'm like, what is life? <laughs> um, so obviously I really fucking needed it because like I was just like, oh God. Um, but, um, Ooh, yeah. and also with the Twilight Zone reboot, <laughs> it's going to be executive feature and feature uh, the diverse Catholic Kumani Najani, mm-hmm. John Cho, Stephen Young, yes. Wanda yes. Wise, Jessica Williams, yes. and Jessica Williams. Yes. All those good people. Yes. And I know this is also random. Yeah. But I, I just watched it. Aquaman. Oh, how did you like it? Yes. I, it's, I mean, it's just me, but I realized it tells the exact same story as Black Panther, except Killmonger's the hero. Unless yeah. people die. Ooh, good point. And there's just a bunch of white people. But, <laughs> well, I mean, the main character, yeah. he's technically Hawaiian. Yeah, yeah, he is technically Hawaiian. So Asian. Yeah, and everybody else is Atlantean. Um, <laughs> white. Um, and yeah, he comes and he's like, but I'm right and you should accept me. And they were like, oh, okay then. <laughs> Bam, we accept you. But, and as a superhero film, both his parents are alive, which I like. Yes! I like that. Yeah. Although, well, yeah, his dad was Hawaiian, I guess, technically. Yeah. Because he has that tan, also uh, tribal marks. Yes, and his mama was Atlantean white. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I think, uh, I think Aquaman was a good fun romp. I don't think it really taught me anything significant. Yeah, the only difference that I guess if you come from two worlds, I'm thinking, because I remember reading a uh, article that said, yeah, Aquaman and Black Panther tell the same exact story, except Aquaman's story just a little bit better with you know the half breed being the king that the everyone really needs. This is true. I mean, I'll give it that. I don't. Uh, but is it I feel like Killmonger. Well, they're not the same, okay? Because I feel like Killmonger was he had good points. He's like one of the best Marvel villains there is. Yeah, I mean you're evil, but you have a point. Yeah, you're evil, but I agree with nearly everything that you say. <laughs> and the only difference, I think Black Panther has a lot more going for it. Big right. star cast, big star director. Yeah. I mean, versus uh, everyone in Aquaman. No offense, all of them are great actors. But right. I think Jason Momoa kind of, like, got bigger because of Aquaman. Right, yeah. And I think Jason Momoa really, he, like, I could probably name all of the lines that Jason Momoa said in that whole movie. Like, because he barely talked. (laughs) Like, he wasn't, like, I feel like Killmonger was more educated and Killmonger was just a radical. He was, like, he's, like, far, like, he's, like, if the far left was like you know embodied in a person yeah okay like because i remember watching my sister watched black panther and she said yeah t child's a bitch <laughs> wait and which one was this <laughs> yes my of course it was yeah she said t child's a bitch and she do and she agrees with killmonger i mean let's not i'm not gonna like sit up here and pretend <laughs> that killmonger was not right the whole time <laughs> But I'm also not going to be like, mm, your methods are a much. Like, because he wanted to kill so many people. <laughs> and that does not solve anything. It literally just, his whole thing was, 
black people on top, which cool, but you're trying to do black people on top by making white people in the putting white people in the same position we are we're in, um, which is not it's not going to solve anything. It's just going to make white people even angrier at us than they are right now for no reason. Yeah. They're just going to be all like, now we have a reason to be angry at you. And it's like, well, so they were two different characters in that way. I feel like he, I feel like Aquaman or Arthur, which is real, this is his real name, which is so not a Hawaiian name, but whatever. Um, Arthur, I feel like Arthur was more like, a, he just wanted, he didn't know anything about his other well, he did. Yeah, he did, because remember, yeah. he had that mentor through the whole yeah. time. He had that mentor through the whole time. But I feel like Arthur was more like a... He didn't... I don't think he cared to be Atlantean. Like, yeah. his, like Killmonger's whole goal was to get back there and be like, I'm going to be fucking king. He didn't want to be king. Like, I don't think Arthur really wanted to be king until somebody was like, yeah, you have to come back and be king. And he was yeah, like, well, like, fuck. You, yeah, you know what? I don't give a fuck, because my mother died yeah. in Atlantis, so why the fuck should I go back? Exactly. But Killmonger was... Was the whole thing was my dad died for you know um fucking uh, Wakanda and so now I'm gonna kill all you fuckers and be your king like that. that I mean, was, if, motivation is a little different. It's like, like polar opposites. Okay? Yeah, I mean, if Killmonger kind of had like a little bit more of a Wakandan roots, like yeah, after he killed his father, like okay, I'm gonna take you back to Wakanda, then of course it'll probably be a better king. Right. Yeah, he probably would have been a better king than T'Challa because then he would have had those two worlds. worlds to mesh but unfortunately he was raised in america and that's what america does to you it it poisons you so yeah but and also um t'challa's dad well not uh killmonger's dad did say yeah these people are over police and they're getting bullied with drugs so we should help them right yeah his dad had good motives it's just he i think he also carried it out in the wrong yeah, way yeah because i remember ryan coogler said in that opening scene they're trying to rescue uh killmonger's mom from jail mm. there you go i didn't know that but you, now you know see so they had good intentions but they were just doing it the wrong way well they're a bit more radical yeah yeah, I mean, that's what happens when you, like, take away leaders, because I remember something I was thinking of, kind of like with MLK and the Civil Rights Movement, they kill him, so then to take their place, thinking, you know, civil disobedience, then uh, the Black Panthers came in, and then once you take out the Black Panther, Huey P. Um, Huey P. Newton and everything, then they had the Crips and Bloods, because they originally started out, you know, to protect the neighborhood, and now they're just pure gang activity. Right, yeah. Just thinking each time you take out someone's leader, they lose their leader, and then they start getting more radical and radical. Yeah, like, when you... I think it also, too, has to do with that transition of power. Because you can see this in, like, pretty much every movie that has to do anything with a king or a leader. Like, like when Mufasa died in Lion King, like, what did they go from? A pretty peaceful pride to a shit old country. Whoa, I'm child. just kidding. <laughs> With Scar. No, Scar was the leader. Yeah, he I mean, was I'm offended because Trump said my dad came from a shithole country. And fuck Trump for saying that. How dare he say that about your daddy and Barbados? Yeah, considering that Barbados is actually literacy rates like at 99%. And what is our literacy rate at? Not that. You yeah. know why? Because Betsy DeVoe is trying to cut fucking programs. Well, um, I guess transition right. from race issues, let's go into the Special Olympics. Exactly, yeah. So, um, she was in Congress this week in her uh, umbrage 
fucking umbrage looking self. Dolores <laughs> Umbridge. Yeah. I mean, people definitely have a special place in hell for Dolores Umbridge. Yes. Every Harry Potter fan knows that. Exactly. So she was up in up in Congress with her Dolores Umbridge looking self. Um, said and she proposed for the 2020 department budget to cut this well let me see let me not say the wrong thing let me like skim through this video school should be allowed okay wait oh wait hold on what is this her non-committal response to representative mark pokan from a democrat from wisconsin who asked for a yes or no answer to whether she thinks schools should be allowed to discriminate based on someone's sexual orientation or gender identity she said we have laws that cover discriminatory efforts and our office for civil rights has continued to be very diligent in investigating any allegation of discrimination and will continue to do so we follow the law as defined so that's not an answer um because I think she was saying how, you know, it's a private organization. The government should really be funding it. Yeah. So what else did she say? I'm just like basically like giving all a rundown of everything she said in Congress. Um, somebody else asked whether the education department was complying with a court order to implement an Obama era regulation designed to ensure children of color are not disproportionately punished or sent to special education classrooms. And she said the department is reviewing the court's decision and discussing our options that we will move forward from there, which is basically, don't ask me, bitch. I'm going to put those black kids wherever the fuck I want to. Um, uh, she said we need more charter schools and not less, which is no, we need more funding for, like, public schools because yeah. public schools aren't getting shit. Yeah, and the thing is, with charter schools, they can get public funding, but they don't have to go follow, like, the same standards. Like, they mm -hmm. can set their own standards and still get the same school funding as public schools, whereas public school, you must comply right, with... with all of the stupid, stupid things that they and make private, you do. They're like, they just do whatever. Exactly. So if you want to say we need more charter schools, cool. Turn all the public schools into charter schools and make it less hard to get into those charter schools and less expensive <laughs> to get in those charter schools. Then I'm all for it. Everything could be a fucking charter school. Go ahead, bitch. All right. But until then, what you won't do, because all you care about is the pocketbooks of your constituents, your white constituents, who can get into these charter schools, no problem. That's all you care about. I yeah, because I, I think Louisiana is mainly charter schools, and I think they're right at the bottom of the country. In terms exactly. Of they are. They're literally tied with Alabama for 50th, <laughs> okay? They fight for the spot every year, okay? We're, I can't really speak more about Texas because Texas is 40-something, so we're not much better. The whole entire entirety of the South is actually not much better. But, yeah, but ironically, we do have, like, top, I'm thinking if you think about colleges, yeah, we're all pretty damn good. We're the but. top colleges, but we're the shittiest in primary schools. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. Let's see. Okay, so one sentence that proved most relevatory about how her philosophy of how children should be educated was this comment during an exchange with the chairwoman of the subcommittee. Uh, we need traditional public schools to be sailed to the same accountability standards, which what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> what is wrong with you? Um, exactly. As Belmar says, they are publicly funded, privately owned charter schools. Um, so, 
Like they don't, they get more funding and they get more funding than public schools and they have smaller sizes than public schools because charter schools can be picky about who the fuck they want to let in. Yeah. Um, so let's see. Uh, charter school movement is actually 30 years old. It was designed to allow people and organizations to open schools outside of district bureaucracy and operate with public money, which I would love that to be able to just have public money and not have to listen to whatever the fuck you wanted me to do. Um, so that's nice for them. Um, little oversight and accountability. Um, let's see. Let me see. The back traditional public schools. Uh, asleep at the wheel. The detailed problems with federal charter school programs which DeVos has proposed adding $60 million for the fiscal year of 2020. But you don't want to give any public schools that amount of money. Yeah. At all. Even though, like, these are the majority of your children. Let me, let me. Come well, on not me. her children. Well, the majority of the children in America go to a public school, okay? Right. Um, the, the, the statistics are probably ridiculous, and I don't really feel like looking them up right now. Because if you had a brain, you would understand that <laughs> most kids go to public school, okay? Um, so you're proposing that you give $60 million more million to kids in private schools and charter schools. Well, in the in the words of Michael Jordan, uh, fuck them kids. Well, <laughs> well, I'm just saying, you can say fuck them kids all you want, fine, but these kids are eventually going to be running the country where your old decrepit ass is going to be relying on them, okay? So my thing is with everything, which is, I say this to my parents all the time, every time they try to um, uh, beat down the millennial generation, I'm like, I would just like you to remember that we are going to be making laws and taking care of your old decrepit ass when you were in your like 80s and 90s or whatever. Just remember all the shit that you just said <laughs> when we have to figure like when we do your taxes and we're doing we're figuring out where your old ass is going to go. Okay. Just saying, like, you can shit on younger people all you want, but younger people are eventually going to yeah. be in charge of you. All right? So my whole thing is I don't shit on Generation Z. I don't shit on Generation A, whatever the fuck their name is. I don't shit on any of those generations because I'm like, they are eventually, unless we all die first, <laughs> they are eventually going to be in charge of me. And I do not want someone fucking with my life. Okay? So... Educate the children is all I'm saying. Okay, so stop. Where is the where is the where's Special Olympics? I'm sorry, I have to scroll to get to this. I did not prepare yeah. properly. Oh, and also speaking of which, um, in the Trump administration, the Secretary of Small Businesses, Linda McMahon, decided to step down. What? Why? I have no idea why, but. She stepped down. All I know about Linda McMahon is through her work through the WWE mm -hmm. and uh, and how the Trump administration, well, the Trumps and McMahons are really good friends, and Trump got Stone Cold Stoner by Stone Cold Steve Austin that I remember, because <laughs> they were doing the Battle of the Billionaires, and loser between Vince McMahon and Donald Trump had to shave their hair, but uh, Vince McMahon lost that one. Oh no, but Donald Trump doesn't have any hair now. Whatever. I mean, um, he still has a comb over. Uh, nobody, nobody cares about your his his like his what did he shave that from his penis and put it on top of his head? <laughs> so, oh, so she stepped down. Hmm. Yeah. So I'm not sure what she's gonna do. I mean, I hope she goes back to the WWE. 
I mean, I just kind of pop in and pop out. It's doing good right now. The top person, Becky Lynch, she called herself the man because she is. And Ronda Rousey's in there. And Charlotte I like all this big energy. Yeah. Yes. I mean, they still. I still have to criticize. I'm thinking, why did you screw over Oscar? Why don't you like Asian people? You guys are racist, WWE. Oh, well, God, we could probably talk about racism all day. But um, so the Special Olympics. So Betsy DeVos is trying to DeVos, whatever. I don't care what the fuck her name is. She's trying to defend herself, and she's saying we had to make tough choices and decisions around budget priorities. No, bitch. You had somebody knocked on your door and was like, bitch, if you don't give more money to my charter schools, I am going to cut you. And you were, she were like, okay, I got you, bitch. I got you. So, um, triumphantly declared that he had overridden my people and saved the Special Olympics. I'm pleased and grateful the president I see eye to eye on this issue and that he's decided to fund our Special Olympics grant. But you didn't want to fund the Special Olympics. She said, this is the funding I fought for behind the scenes over the last several years. Shut the fuck up, bitch. Um, this is an unusual move for DeVoe, who has gone to great lengths to publicly support the president, even when she and her staff have disagreed with the policy positions. Um, it has kicked off fresh speculation that DeVoe might be the next member of the cabinet to fall to the commander of chief's capricious <laughs> whims. Well, good. Get rid of her. Um... A personal friend and appreciates and respects the incredible job she's doing for students across the country at an agency that was once so badly mismanaged under the shut the fuck up under the Obama administration. No bitch. Okay, you are oh, God, I don't have time. Um she Trump has mocked DeVoe and other aides, making it clear that he considers her expendable, according to West Wing officials. Of course he does. Yeah. Um He's not fond of her. What else? Others said the president does not have a dislike of her as much as has apathy toward her in her entire department and does not consider her or it worth expending much energy on. Well, of course he doesn't because he doesn't care about furthering the future. He wants us all to die. Um, needs education. I don't need it. Exactly. I He's became president of the United States. Without it, yeah. Stared directly at the sun like a fufa. <laughs> Probably fried the last remaining brain cells he had. Um, so, yeah, um, I can't seem to find it, and I don't care. All you need to know is that she's trying to scrap special education programs. Some senator was like, bitch, you thought, basically, like, Special ed programs and funding for the Special Olympics? I think it was both. That's what I understood from Lesser Holt telling me at 5.30 news the other day. <laughs> Thank oh, you, Lester. yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, and, um, it might not be both, I might be wrong, but who's to say that she's not trying to cut special education too? Who knows what the fuck is going on in that sick, demented, umbridge mind of hers? But, I digress. Basically, all you need to know is that she's trying to, like, hide your kids, take them to homeschool, because she's trying to basically ruin their lives! Yeah, that kind of reminds me of homeschooling. Yeah, what about it? So, um, my sister, sorority sister, Maisha Taylor, uh -huh. her daughter, she's 16, and she's in college right now. Of course she is, because she's a fucking genius. Yeah, and back on top of that being a fucking genius, she got accepted to 10 law schools. Her daughter, Haley Taylor Schlitz, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and she's going to go to law school. 
So I'm thinking she's going to be a fucking board before she's able to drink. So black yeah. excellence right there. Black excellence all of the way. Um, not black excellence. Well, I guess kind of black excellence. I don't know. Jussie Smollett's charges have been dropped. <laughs> um, we still don't know if that means he did it or not. I'm still of the mindset that he didn't do it. I don't know why I, I feel that way. I feel that he probably did do it. He maybe. I don't know why I feel that way. I, You know what? No. You know how I feel? I feel like the, the police lied, which is not probably untrue. I mean, especially for the Chicago Police Department. It is not untrue. I mean, I'm pretty sure R. Kelly's in the background. Yo, I heard you dropping charges now. Exactly. Somebody put that up there. Somebody put that up there on the, on the Twitters. They were like, uh, oh, yes, what about me? <laughs> no. He wants to go on tour so people can raise, so he can get money for his child support. And people are like, nah, fam, we don't want you here. <laughs> I mean, there's a couple people that still support him. But where are there venues that support him that will let him perform? Probably not. Yeah. I mean, I heard he tried to go to Saudi Arabia to probably do it and say, yeah, can I go to Dubai? Like, yeah. And then they call, like, Saudi Arabia, like, yeah, we don't want him. Yeah, we don't know. You can say where he is. Um, even we don't want him, and we're I Saudi Arabia. No, we didn't call for him. I mean, we're too busy slurring journalists. To exactly, we're not here for that. Um, but so yes, Jesse Smollett's charges have been dropped. Um, of a hate crime attack have fundamentally misled the public on the law and circumstances surrounding the dismissal. Okay, apparently what happened was um, in a scathing statement issued Thursday follows. Follows claims by Fox and her top deputy, Joe Maggots, that alternative prosecution, like the resolution broken in the case, which is basically that he just had to pay a fine and um, do some community service, from what I understood, is not uncommon and is available to all defendants, celebrity or not. He, yeah, he agreed to forfeit $10,000 in bail and community service in exchange for the dismissal of 16 charges, alleging he'd orchestrated a fake racist anti-gay attack. Um, uh, Fox and her office falsely informed the public that sealing the criminal case was mandatory. The prosecutor's organization said, and a special prosecutor should have been appointed when Fox, citing familiarity with a potential witness, rescued herself from the case. Uh, meantime, Chicago's Corporation Council on Thursday asked Smollett to pay $130,106.15 to cover the cost of investigation into claims of an attack. Um... So, uh, yeah, so they dropped all the charges. Um, she defends it. Let's see, why did they do it, though? If he's found guilty on a class 4 felony, the likelihood was he was going to get some type of perhaps restitution, not prison. If so, we can get the same outcomes. We get If we get to the same measure of judgment without going through the court process, we do that. Um, so, yes, they're basically saying they dropped all the charges because she's like, he was going to get community service and a fine anyway. So why would we go through a court case if we don't have to? So that's why they apparently dropped the charges. Yes. And um, he's been nominated for the 2019 NAACP Award. And it's going to be hosted by Anthony Anderson's Blackish. So I'm guessing things are coming up nice for Jesse Smollett. Somebody I still think he might be the gay OJ Simpson and just like faked it. Um, I don't know how I feel. I just feel like there's so many confusing things that at this point I'm like, maybe he did like lie about it, but at the same time, I really don't feel bad for any of these people that I mean, have had he, to investigate it. 
Um, oh yeah, now a lot of black people and gay people are going to get false, but I'm thinking bullshit. There's several white women who lied about being attacked by black exactly. men, exactly. and they still believe white women. Exactly. Like, I'm just saying, like, I don't think that we should just throw the whole process away because one celebrity wanted to get out of Empire or something. I don't know what the fuck his motives were. Oh, I thought wanted to get more buzz for Empire. Oh, somebody was like, what if he did it all to just get out of Empire and not make more money? And I was all like, I don't, okay, but whatever, I don't know. The point is, is that whether he did it or not, I don't feel sorry for any of the Chicago Police Department or the state of Illinois whatsoever because y'all are all trash. Um, But do I think he should have done it? Fuck no. But I also think that, um, whatever like I don't yeah care. I mean if it's if it's preventing anything for R. Kelly then I feel bad because I'm thinking you need to prosecute R. Kelly because oh, you've yeah. been doing this for years yeah you need to prosecute don't just take Jussie Smollett as an excuse not to like you know like actually follow up on things and people who've actually done because we have evidence that he did something wrong R. Kelly much evidence many things yeah but but he's that. I mean, how we know those? You keep stumbling over your words. You don't even believe what you're laughing about. I mean, how we know that R. Kelly really did? I mean, that wasn't him on his tape. How we know the girl was 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 thirteen? She said it. Well, be. Oh wait, that's the Michael Avenatti tape. Which I know Trump right now is doing cartwheels right now since Michael Avenatti is in trouble with Nike. <laughs> I don't know why he's doing cartwheels. He needs to uh sit his fat ass down and start worrying about himself because yeah, because you know the the freaking uh Robert Mueller report said yeah. even though they couldn't find anything with crime or there is wasn't a direct connection, but they keep saying oh see the Democrats. I'm thinking bullshit. It was Republican. FBI director James Comey yeah. who wanted to investigate this because James Comey put it like this on the Lester Holtz that say, okay, let's put it this way. Let's say Obama was running an election back in 2012 right. against Mitt Romney and Iraq ruined the medal because he speak directly to the Iraqi government and said, hey guys, uh, Iraq, if you're listening, can you go um, mess with Mitt Romney? Exactly. And then on top of that, top people in the Obama campaign met with Iraqi officials, and then once he became in office, he decided, okay, let's go um, remove some regulations or other stuff against Iraq, and then he meet with top Iraq officials and say, see, these guys are idiots, I'm going to fire James Coney because mm-hmm. um, he's a rat and everything. So I'm thinking, yeah, this is a lot of smoking guns right there. Exactly, but like, listen, all they would need is one. And he, Obama would have been, like, in jail for the rest of his natural black life. So I'm not really sure. I'm No, just kidding. I, it's not that I'm not really sure. I know exactly why Donald Trump is not on his fat ass eating McDonald's in a jail cell right now. It's because he's a white rich man. And on top of that, you can't really um, convict a city president. And so it's, which is bullshit. Like, just impeach his ass and then convict him. <laughs> it's hard to do impeachment because I think with Bill Clinton, he wasn't impeached for, you know, getting a blowjob. Um, he was impeached for lying about it and trying to hide it. But see, that's all he had to do was get a blowjob and then lie about it. And somebody like impeaches it. Trump has lied about things from the day he probably came on his mama's goddamn womb. <laughs> Okay, and but still, he is here. <laughs> and so all I'm saying is, I just need you to have the same energy, all right? When it comes to all of the presidents, 
that we've had, all right? But nobody wants to do that because you all want to live in this little fantasy world where you think, oh my God, I can just be on top forever, white people, forever and ever, and nobody will ever unseat me. Listen, one of these days, one of these days. Well, I think that we're I think it's rich white people. Well, yes, fine, whatever, rich white people, but don't act like yeah. poor white people can't like also benefit off of this when they have to. Okay, so all I'm saying is get off your high horse and life will be better for you, all right? Because karma will eventually knock you down, bitch, okay? <laughs> so just be a good person. Yeah. Anyway, um, what else do we have to talk about? Oh, yeah, um, did you hear about Daniel Caesar trying to say that we were being mean to yes, Jules, and that we should all stop it, black people? Rude. Really? Yes, somebody commented on Twitter. They were like, I can't believe this man opened his mouth, which I use the term use loosely, to say that the gap between black people and white people, which is as large as the gap between his two front teeth, <laughs> is because we are mean to white people or something <laughs> of that nature. And like, I just, he did this video while he was drunk. And since then, he has come back and been all like, Okay, maybe I didn't say it in the right way, but I still stand by what I said. Bitch, you wouldn't have said that video if you were sober because you know that your ass is going to get in trouble. Okay? Yeah. You wouldn't have said any of that shit if you had decided not to drink. Okay? So all I'm saying is, is that you need to go sit down somewhere and stop letting people convince you to drink and go on the YouTubes. Okay? Mm -hmm. Just shut your mouth. Keep it closed i know it's yes. hard because it's gaping open and yeah with your ugly ass <laughs> self but close your mouth all right and just do your music sing like the drunk man that you sound like so only get I drunk guess, when you make music i guess in the words of Fox news host shut up and sing yeah exactly shut up and sing because you're speaking nonsense you can open your mouth when you have something to say that makes actual sense okay but saying to us that i think uh, basically he at some point in the video and i didn't watch the whole thing because my brain cells were slowly leaking out of my ear um okay i didn't watch the whole thing but he basically was like um White people are on top right now because they had a good strategy. And I'm like, so slavery. And then he was like, if we want to be on top, we have to have a counter strategy. And I'm like, so enslave the white people. I'm like, what are you saying? <laughs> I was thinking more of the, like us versus them. Like, we whites. Kind of like how back in the day, I was looking up, this new movie's coming out called The Best of Enemies. Uh-huh, yeah. And it's about, it's a true story based about this white man who's leader of the KKK. Ooh. Oh, yes, that's right. And they he gets together with a black woman. Who's a black, yeah, who's an activist. Yes, and they they have to work together about with the schools. Yeah. The schooling. Yes. Yes. And they're both poor, but over time he realized, holy shit, uh, me, a poor white man, have more in common with a poor black woman than you do with a rich white man in your own yeah. color. That's right. So yeah, in the end, he decided, I'm no longer be part of the KK8K. And since we're kind of like the same, we became friends and we just need to work together and get better funding for school. Well, that's nice. I hope it's not a white savior movie, but. <laughs> That sounds nice. I mean, it's a true story, but, um, yeah. 
But um, I'm just saying. I mean, I'm afraid it probably might be one of those magical Negro stereotypes. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. So, but we'll see when it comes out. Uh, so we have been talking about the news for an hour and two minutes. <laughs> so um, let's take a quick break so I can uh, calm myself down and put my hair in a fucking ponytail. <laughs> and we'll be right back. Okay. And we're back. I decided to fuck the ponytail and I'll put my hair in a bun. <laughs> <laughs> back into another bun because I don't have time. Um, but we have some Reddit relationships. Bell Mars, would you like to go first? Yes. All right, um, go ahead. This one's from our relationship advice from Anonymous Bell. So a brief summary. Mm-hmm. Oh, so it says my boyfriend, he's 27, she's 21, has been telling me I turned into a bitch. So here's a brief summary. I know my boyfriend since I was like 16, 17. He was a friend of a friend and we've been together for three years now. Mm-hmm. Lately he's been telling me, wait a minute. So she known was 16 years. Wait, old. when was, how old was he? He, okay, so she's 21, he's 27. So What the like hell a six year is a six year, that's 20, it's, that means he'd be like 20, fuck math, 22? So, okay, 20, okay, so... Okay, so probably been with her like 17, 18. Okay, um, but that that's a that's a first of all, can we just go through that that's not you should not have been in a relationship at all. Was she in a relationship or were they just friends? Well, they say he was a friend of friend, they've been together for three years. So probably when she turned Wait, So that means that when she oh well when she was nineteen, I guess it's fine. Yeah. Whatever. Okay, so eighteen. So they probably were dating when she was eighteen and okay. he was okay, he was eighteen plus so 24 right yeah yeah okay 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 because i was about to say this man is a pedophile okay lately he's been telling me i turn into a bitch saying i got a bitchy attitude and i'm sarcastic all the time Mm -hmm. i told him when we met i was pretty much a naive and easily influenced teenager so when he said i turned into a bitch i think it's more of me being able to stand up for myself more Mm -hmm. and i changed in more ways than once in my teenage years and i explained that to him i mean we all do right yeah and he's refusing to see that way i don't like when he says it to me but it just but he says, I'm refusing to see what it is. I've gone through a lot over the years. Um, life makes you tough. I don't see anything what he says to me as a bitch. I just see it's getting thicker stems. What can I do to make him understand? Nothing, seems to, nothing I seem to say works. Because in the end, I'm a good-hearted person. Mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm not as different as he says I am. Okay, so first of all... Um, fucking what? He calls you a bitch. What kind of... Listen. Well, you say you have to turn into a bitch. But still, that's you using the words bitch and me in the same sentence. If a man ever that I was in like a relationship with, well, no, if a man in general ever called me like that I cared about a bitch, I'd be like, so I'm leaving now. <laughs> um, first, first of all, you have to tell him that uh, I don't appreciate you calling me a bitch. Don't ever call me that again or we're going to have I'm going to fisticuff you or something. Well, maybe not that because she seems nice. I would fisticuff his ass. But, um, I, fuck it, I'm trying to put my hair in a ponytail. But, um, break up with his ass. That's always my advice, though, but seriously, like, I mean it this time. Like, why the fuck is he calling you a bitch? First of all, that's not the way you word it. If you feel like somebody has changed for the worse, you go up to them and you talk to them about it in a mature way, which he's supposed to be, considering he's six whole years older than you. Okay, 
if uh, work base six ba whole years older than the six years older than me. Um, and work bay would be getting slapped around if he ever called me a bitch, okay? Uh, but the difference between, I think, I think the difference here is, is that he met you when you were 16. You were yeah. a friend of a friend, right? And 16-year-olds naturally are still trying to figure their shit out, okay? Yeah. They're trying to navigate the world, much less, what kind of person do I want to be? They still don't understand how the world works or how they themselves are supposed yeah. to navigate it. So... Um, I'm going somewhere with this. So, the fact that he's like, oh, you've changed. Duh. You're in your 20s now. Like, you know more shit. Like, you realize you've made boundaries. You've decided, I'm not just going to listen to whatever the hell anyone says to me because I realize that these are, there's these type of people and these type of people. I don't want to be associated with these type of people. I don't know what she's been through, but it sounds like something that clearly is rough on her and that she needs help with. Um, and so you've been dating since, what, 18, 19 or whatever? Yeah. Which, like, I, I don't, I have issues with age gaps when someone is a teenager. I'm just going to put that out there. Like, I'm telling you right now, if I had met Workbay when I was 16 and he was like, what would he be? He'd be like 22. I'd be like, get out of my face, you pedophile. So, yeah, I'm guessing if you end in a teen, you shouldn't be together. <laughs> is that, well, yeah, if you end in a teen and your boyfriend or your significant other doesn't end in a teen, maybe a, tw a zero, like they're 20, like, then, no, I don't think you should be, like, dating them because you're still trying to figure the world out and they have experience and what typically happens is is that men purposely look for women who are not experienced do not know anything about the world they can mold into whatever they feel like they want and then uh that's how that's what they marry and that's what they want because it's like oh i created you to the perfect wife the perfect submissive being to basically do whatever the fuck i tell you to do so you can't become your own person so i think what's happening here and this is why i'm like getting so fucking triggered is because he's mad that you're not fitting the mold that he thought he could make for you you're breaking out of it and you're like this is, I'm this kind of woman. This is what I am. This is what I'm like. This is who I'm going to be. And he's like, oh, no, 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 no. That's not what I want. I wanted you to be this naive person that only like listened to me or something like that. Now, maybe it's not that extreme and maybe he doesn't even know that he's doing it, but that's just what it sounds like to me. It sounds like he expects something from you that you can't give him because he thought that he could make you into the person that he wanted you to be and you're not and so now he's resorted to being like you're a bitch yeah i can understand because i'm thinking when it's like 16 or 17 i'm guessing looking at 16 or 17 on me i'm thinking i'm younger more eager to please mm -hmm. and thinking eh, i want people to like me be nice and all that yeah. i mean versus now i'm thinking hell no i don't feel comfortable doing that I can exactly speak up about it yes so i'm thinking I am, a, I guess you could probably see how I can parallel to you that I am, used to be shy and innocent, yes, but now she I'm- She did, it was weird. But yeah, now I'm more flirtatious, outgoing, and crazy now. Exactly. So if I was in that position, I mean, Bay and I are like two months apart, I'm two months older than him. Yeah, <laughs> so. cute. <laughs> so I'm a cougar, but- uh, <laughs> I guess not that much older. Yeah, but, like- um, 
but yeah, I'm thinking your point is I'm thinking, yes, I did change over the time. I'm not as sweet and innocent as I used to be anymore. Yes, you I mean, grow. I can't really go back to the way I was. I mean, this is me now. Exactly. I'm thinking it's not gonna be if it's a deal breaker to you, then we probably just break up. Exactly. Like, I'm sorry, like my I know like I was being facetious with all those other people and I'm like, just break up with him, but I'm serious. Like break up with him. Like because uh, he he wants something that you can't give him. And if he has a problem with it, then you need to go take a hike, buddy, because I'm not going to, you need to be like strong. I don't think you need to make him see something that he's not going to be able to see because some people can't do that. They can't, you know, they won't be able to see where you're coming from because he's not you. He hasn't been through your struggles, yeah. your situation. Some people say, like, he wants to date an insecure teenager. Exactly. Who's control. He doesn't mm-hmm. want to date an adult who has their own thoughts and opinions. Keep mm-hmm. standing up for yourself. If you can't handle it, then you need to end it and find a guy with a real partner. Yes, thank you. They said it so much more eloquently than I did. Yeah, but so, yes. And number so, so when you were 16, he was like 22, 23. This race of dating your own because you were probably justified naive and innocent, yes. especially to be the same even now. Yes. Why do you think men always, old ass, wrinkly bald men, always go after? After young 20-somethings. It's because they know that you have no experience, okay? And you'll just do whatever they say because they can throw money at you and give you things that you can't give yourself, okay? Yeah, and I'm thinking because it's really sad here about how younger girls, especially like 16 or 17, when an older guy gives you attention, thinking, ooh, this is something. Right. And um, guys my age don't even look at me. So I'm thinking, no, you need to be more confident in yourself. You exactly. deserve better than that. Yes. And that is weird for an older adult, especially mature as hell, to yeah. be friends with other people. I'm thinking, even if you are immature for your age, that's still fucking weird. Like, yeah, sure, I still like cartoons and shit. But right, but... It's not like you start going out of my way to make friends with younger people. Exactly, yeah. Like, it's, it's one thing to want an older guy like, a little bit older because you want somebody that's more mature. Like, I used to have a problem with huge age gaps between me and another, like, work base, six years, like I said. But, like, I used to have huge problems because, with that, because I felt like, oh, you're in two different places in your life. Yeah. But women are typically brought up to be grown fucking adults by the time they're in, like, high school, anyway. So... Uh, it's no problem if you want a man who knows what he wants and you know what you want and he's a little bit older than you. Like, 10 years is the most. But I would say 10 years, like, you're in your 20s, they're in your 30s. Don't try to, like, find somebody when you're, like, in your teens and they're, like, 30 and you're like, oh, yeah, I want that. Bitch, no. Experience life. Go on trips. Do shit. Like, don't, like, don't just settle now because you're like, oh, well, this is the fantasy that society has planted in my head that I want. No, like, you don't know what you want. Yeah, it's kind of sad because I remember growing up when uh, my sister was saying how, because my oldest sister, uh, she developed early. Mm-hmm. And, of course, light-skinned girl. So she get a lot of attention from men. And yeah. I remember she saying how weird it was when she moved in with her mom. And um, she was 14 at the time. She was walking with our other brother. Well, who I don't really talk to. but And they were just walking to school. And there's like, we're middle school. And this guy's like, oh, look at you. How old are you? 14? The Lord has blessed me. What do you think? It's fucking creepy. 
dudes will listen. I learned very early on when I was like a teenager and I had these giant things just placed upon my chest <laughs> that um if a guy like comes up to you and he looks significantly older and he's like, How old are you? My answer is always not old enough for you to hit on me. <laughs> Get out of my face. That happened a lot. So my whole thing is like, break up with him. You do not need to explain to this man. You don't need to explain anything to fucking anybody. If he can't get it from you just going, I'm not a bitch. I am just being who I authentically need to be. And he can't see that and he continues to disrespect you that way. You can hear the door, sir. You don't have to go home, but you got to get the hell out of here. Bye. Yes, and you know if I am a bitch, that's who I, I mean, thinking, you know what, fuck you, either from bitch or not, there's none of your damn business, exactly. this is who I am right now, mm-hmm. if you don't like that, go somewhere else. Exactly, that's bad on that, sugar, okay, good luck to you, um, we're, our final topic is, um, a man who was trying to tell his, he's 24, he's trying to tell his best friend, who is a female of 23 years of age, um, they've been friends for four years about his feelings for her, and then the day he decided to do it, she says that she's going to pursue religious sisterhood. <laughs> so he doesn't know what to do. Okay, so real quick context. They met in college at a religious, which is strike one, a religious event. Okay. <laughs> he was in a relationship, she was not. Um, she's super conservative, he's liberal, which I don't I'm just kidding, that can work. Yeah, but, um, I have a friend that worked like that. Exactly, and but she, he's probably more liberal too. Yeah. Osmosis. Osmosis. Um, but uh so she basically got him to consider God to be a major part of his life again. Um uh I think um oh it seems like he um they're incompatible, he and his uh former girlfriend we're gonna call her lucy that's what he calls her the other girl's named mary which is not lost on me at all um uh let's see they're facing pressure to get engaged um and she's like i don't know if i could say yes so they just after they moved in all the blah 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 but then he realizes a month ago that he has feelings for maria oh wait he calls her maria i thought it was mary whatever maria still mary um Aha uh-huh, moment, okay? So the end of his relationship with uh Lucy. Um, um and then so he goes to a movie. Oh, she's trying to audition for a movie, okay? Uh yeah, so they go to dinner or something. Oh yeah, they go uh to this thing and she was like, I'm gonna pursue religious sisterhood. Um, he knew that she was thinking about it, which boy strike two. Um, he knew that she was thinking about it, but he was like, oh my God, she said she's tired of running from the call. She feels to devote herself completely to God, which cool. Um, this sounds crazy or silly to non-religious people. And if she would have told me this even a year ago, I thought she was crazy. Um, but she's touched him profoundly, blah, blah, blah. He was stunned. Uh, he said, I told her I loved her in this context. I meant as a friend and I knew well enough that blah, blah, blah. He's not sure what to do. Um, he's like, should I tell her and such and such. Okay. So what should he tell her if he's in love with her or not? Um, yes. I know. See, this is hard because it's like, she just told you she wants to be a nun. So, like, yeah. nothing, and if she really, and if it sounds like what it said, because I grew up Catholic, okay? Right. And I 
have uh, I have a couple of people who I know, not personally, but who I've met who are like, I'm gonna be a nun. Right. So like I or I'm gonna be a priest. So like I know <laughs> that yes, just like that. And I know that like and it's always been said, like, if you feel a call to God to be a nun or a priest, you should follow it, blah, 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 blah. So it's very important, especially for devoutly religious people, to follow that calling no matter what. Yes. So if she has been saying that she has been running from a calling from God for a while, you telling her that you love her is Probably not gonna make her change her mind. You think that would just creep her out? Like, you're kind of holding me for my new calling. Well, I feel like if he kind of, I feel like he should still tell her because having that sit on your chest is not good. Yeah. Okay? But at the same time, it's like, how dare you tell me this now? <laughs> when you're being selfish. So I can understand why he feels like he's being selfish if he tells her. But at the same time, I feel like she has a right to know and you have a right to say it. Because you get that off her, your chest. And then you also kind of clear the air between her, be, between the two of you. Because if you ever visit her in the Abbey or whatever, wherever she's stationed or whatever. And there's still like this awkwardness between yeah. you. Like, oh yeah, by the way, I was in love with you. Or by the way, I'm still in love with you. You can't really move on if you've never, like, you don't know her answer. Do you know what I'm saying? You don't yeah. know how she feels about it. So, I think she hasn't done anything yet. She hasn't gone into the Abbey, and she hasn't, you know, moved forward with her plan. So, I feel like you should just get it out of the way now. Yeah. Hear her answer, and then be all like, all right, girl, have a nice, well, I guess y'all can still talk. If y'all can work yeah. out still being friends after that, good for yes. you. But, like, if, like, you don't, all right, girl, have a good life. Serving the Lord. Being yes. the bride of the Lord. Okay? Yes. So, yeah, because uh, if a woman, it takes a lot, I think, for a woman to decide to be a nun. Okay? Because, um, you know, the religious uh, Catholicism and nuns and priests are dying. So, for somebody to really, and looking at everything that's happened in the Catholic Church and still being like, yeah, I'll be a nun. It's real, <laughs> like, it's like, oh, really? Okay. So, do you have anything to add, Bill Marks? Yeah, I'm thinking probably before she goes too far in the process, probably put your feelings out there because you're probably going to explode. Yeah. I'm guessing if you just bury that, she probably go through with being a nun, thinking, well, shit. Yeah. Just confess it. So, just go up to her. I'm thinking if she's your friend, at least you do have that friendship. We'll just kind of confess your feelings to her. Yeah. I mean, if she doesn't say anything, well... Probably keep us updated on that because I'm curious how the story went. Exactly. Went. Yeah, like, will she be a nun? Will you tell her? Will you get together? I don't know. Like, so, uh, yeah. Uh, um, he said I don't want to complicate her already intensely difficult and emotional decision. Which, like, cool. But, I mean, at the same time, you still think you should tell her. I'm just saying. Yeah, I'm Don't guessing at least for your sake, probably. Yeah. I mean, tell her in a way where you're like, I don't expect you to say you want to be with a relationship with me. I'm just telling you because, hell, throw God in there. Especially if you feel like, because you said God is a part of your life now again. Like, especially if you it's sitting on your spirit and you feel like you can't move forward with your life unless you tell her. Then you'd be like, hey, I need to tell you something. I'm in love with you. 
and be like, I don't expect you to, like, God has already told me, you're not going to stray from being a nun. I just feel like I have to let you know yeah. that this is how I feel about you, okay? So that I can move forward on my God-given path. And yeah. she'll probably understand it that way. Be like, I understand, brother. Be at peace. Go be blessed. Yes. So be blessed, sir. Be blessed. Sign of <laughs> the cross. I don't know if nuns can do that. Maybe they can. Yes, they can. Whatever. Sign of the cross, <laughs> sir. I don't know what I'm thinking. Sign of the cross, sir. Go forth. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Um, well, before we wrap it up, though, Mars, how was your week? Because we didn't talk about it. Well, my week's been actually been pretty good. Chill. Got another interview at a big name company. I'm hoping fourth time is the charm. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I would just walk in there and be all like, so this job is mine now. Where's my desk? Well, because it is a big company. I've been interviewed in several different departments. One is for the Loma department. Another one is for the... Uh, I think electron therapy, and then this one is head, neck, and back oncology surgery department. Mm, I'm listen. I'd be like, so um, where am I gonna sit? Like, I just walk in there and be like, this job is mine. Yeah, like, hey, Sean. Exactly. Like <laughs> at this point, you know their names. Like, oh, I'm good to see you. Yeah, what kid? You have to like have to like. Go in there. The HR department's one building. It has like a bagel brothers. They have to take a, a like a chart, well, like a shuttle, and then I go to another building which have like a Starbucks. The the whole thing is just huge. Well, good luck. Um, if you believe, you will achieve, as I always say, like a corny ass spokesperson. Um, and make sure you send your follow up thank you letters. Mm-hmm. And um. Yeah, like, my only advice is just to go in there like I'm the best fucking thing you'll see all day. Like, yes. that's all I'm saying. Go in there all cocky, cocky. I'm the best there is, best there was, best there ever will be. The end. Where's or, my salary? I want this much to be or, paid to me. <laughs> or the Olivia Pope. I'm the best at what I do. I'm better than anyone else. That's not arrogance. That is fact. Exactly. Listen. Uh, she's a bad bitch, so why not? <laughs> so, but yeah, so good luck, Belmars. Um, I am tired. I hibernated. Oh, I just finished telling her about, like, how I literally slept for 10 whole hours last night. Damn. Because I'm apparently just weary to my soul. <laughs> um, so, so I'm trying to take my own advice from last week about not burning out at my job. Um... And also, freaking work bay <laughs> bought me chocolate and he bought me lunch this week. So I'm just like, strong. My Even my mother, like, I was like, oh, because she asked me, like, the night before, she's like, oh, are you going to take some leftovers for lunch? I'm like, oh, no, I'm going out to lunch tomorrow, right? And she's like, oh, really? Right? And my dad was out of the room, right? And she was like, don't lie. You're going with that man to lunch. Why are you? <laughs> and I was just like, and I was just like, I didn't say a gender <laughs> and then when I came back and my dad was also out of the room she was like so how was your date and I'm like it's not a date <laughs> she's just all like did he drive yes <laughs> then she was like did he pay yes <laughs> it was a date don't be naive <laughs> and then she started asking me all the questions that you ask someone as a mother when they want to know about their 
potential significant other for the daughter. <laughs> I, I was love like, your mom. Oh God, she's so difficult. But I was like, <laughs> he's not called it a date. Until he calls it a date, it's not a fucking date because I'm not getting my hopes up, okay, even if I do like him. So <laughs> we'll see. Maybe he has started texting me on my personal phone. So maybe by next week. Things will be different, but who knows? Oh, yes, next week. Oh, don't. Next week, I'm just putting it out there. I'm trying to leave it to the goddess, okay? But next week, um, we will probably be here Thursday because I have... No, wait, no, we can do Saturday. I'm lying. I'm My schedule is fucking packed for Ooh. the next month. So, yes, we will do Saturday, but I, we might have to record twice because I'm going to be out of the country. <laughs> <laughs> going to Canada. Um, no, not that. I went to Cancun first, Ooh. and then Canada a week later. So, um, yes, we'll probably have to record twice. So, look out for that, friends. Make sure to send all your questions at allconfrontation at gmail dot com. We'll see you next week. Have a good week. Make sure to confront all your problems and all of that great nonsense and all of your gratitude and. Gratitude and all of your the things that are going good in your life. Um, and if you have any requests, you want some more true crime stories, yes. more emotional stories, more things about us, yeah, please email us. Yeah, or slide us into our DMs. You can slide into my DMs. That that doesn't happen to me, so I'll probably be like, <gasps> <laughs> but it's okay. All right, uh, and have a good week. Bye. Bye.